Well, hello, everyone. Hello, hello. I'm back. It's me, Larry Vader, who is uh, checking in, who is updating you, and is finally getting a new episode out. I have a lot to say. Y'all, it has been a minute. It's been a while, and I apologize. Um, And so, I also want to, before I get started, before I just launch into whatever craziness and foolishness I have to to talk about today, I wanted to say a special thank you to everyone who's checked in. There have been so many of you who are like, I haven't heard from you, which, you know, probably means you don't uh, listen to the LFC, but that's okay, too, Um, because... I have been doing that show with uh, his royal fatness himself, uh, Mr. Big Fatty. But um, but yeah, so I haven't been doing this. And most of that is just because, quite honestly, I had surgery about a month ago. And it, it was, I'm not going to say it was terrible or, or it was awful, but it was pretty rough. Um, and so I just wasn't in the mood. And you know, when you're when you're not in the mood to say a lot, it, nobody wants to listen to that foolishness. So I thought I would jump on here today and, and give everyone an update. It's a it's Saturday morning as I record this, barely three minutes. It will be Saturday afternoon, but but morning. It's fall. It's like seventy degrees outside. It's it's overcast and cloudy, but that's okay. Um, it's still one of those days where. If I don't have to turn on the air conditioner at all for the day, like I'm, I'm pretty happy. And and to be honest with you, like this is Saturday, September. What is it? The twentieth, nineteenth, nineteenth, and I. Uh, this is the first day since sometime in I think it's late April that the air conditioner hasn't been on. And that might not mean a lot to some of you because, you know, you may live in, in places where you don't even need the air conditioner. But for me, it is my arch nemesis. Uh, it's cost me a lot of money over the years. Uh, it costs a lot of money to, to run, um, but it also is noisy. And it's just air moving, right? And I know it, it was kind of noticeable on some of the episodes that I recorded before I would like try to arrange the recording so that I was doing it when, you know, the air conditioner had just cycled uh, and it wasn't going to run again for 20, 30 minutes. Uh, even with the LFC, we would, we would do that, but I didn't want to turn it off because you know, it, the heat index was as big fatty is famous for saying on his little show, the heat index is 110, 112, and you just can't, you can't with that. Like you, you've got to be on it. You know, you've got to be constantly running the air, or or it gets hot, and then it just runs and runs and runs, um, and everything. So, so yeah. Sorry, I had to take a quick break. I have a kitty cat here in my recording studio, which is also known as my boudoir, my bedroom, if you will. Uh, and I have a plant that has died for some reason, which whatever. Uh, it's been barely hanging on for a decade, so. Uh, but it finally died and it has dead leaves. And so he decided it was the perfect time to rattle the dead leaves and all that fun stuff. But uh, 
So, what's been going on? Well, sometime in mid-August, I guess, I had um, some surgery for my detached retina. Um, I'd had surgery in late March, and it it went okay, but it, there were some complications. Uh, there was some scar tissue that was forming, and so my surgeon wanted to get back in there and fix that and make sure that it didn't cause my retina to detach again. Also, I'd never really regained clear vision. Um, and so the surgery that he did, in in his defense, it, it was the best thing to do, but in a little bit of uh, complaint, a little bit of criticism towards him, it really did not prepare me um, for... Uh, you know, the recovery. So it was very much not painful. I was actually awake for this, for the procedure. Um, it was quick. It was less than 20 minutes. Uh, there was minimal recovery time and I was home by before 9am, uh, in the morning. But, uh, I, you know, had to sit straight up, uh, because of some, a gas bubble in my eye and I had to sleep on my side. Now, he told me, and I've learned enough about doctors to know that they kind of tell you just enough because they don't know, but also they want to, like, not freak you out. They don't want you to have anxiety or, or dread or, or avoid the procedure. So um, he had told me just enough, and that was I'd have to sleep on my side or in some position unknown before the surgery, but it turned out it was my side, best case, uh, for a week. Uh, and so I did. And then he said, well, the gas bubble will be in your eye at least 10 days. Well, and that's true. Uh, however, five weeks uh, post-surgery, I still have a gas bubble in my eye. Now, it's it's certainly not my whole eye. It's not even half my eye. It's it's more of a quarter um, when I'm sitting up. So I can, I can see, you know, most things. It's just annoying. But I also still can't sleep on my back. I, I can't read uh, like half laid down, kind of propped up, like because again with the pressure it hurts. So um, it has been a a very lengthy road to recovery. Again, I've never been in pain. Uh, of course, discomfort um, from from eye strain or from you know being at the wrong angle or staring at something for too long, but have not been in pain more of an inconvenience with like depth perception. So my house is absolutely embarrassingly dirty. But part of that is because like when I try to do things, you know, I can't tell how close I am to them. Um, uh, And so I make a giant mess of things. And so I've kind of put that off. Although I've just decided earlier today, I started throwing things out and just, cleaning. I was like, I have to, I have to do it because it's embarrassing around here. Um, and also I have fruit flies and, and they came in during all this because again, I was not to exert much effort. And so I wasn't taking the trash out. There was the great trash can debacle that happened anyway. So I wasn't taking the trash can out, trash out often enough. And then with the cats and the litter box, I got fruit flies. So I've been battling those and I'll, I'll do really well. And then I think they've laid eggs and so they hatch. And so then there are new ones. Uh, and then I battle those. And so every time it gets a little bit better, but it has been a very long process. Hello. I know the kitties are very upset about it because they get dive bombed uh, when they're trying to nap by these things and they're terrible. So, so yeah. So, 
what's been going on is nothing. <laughs> is that that was five minutes to say I've basically been sitting around the house watching TV, um, occasionally going for a little walk around the neighborhood, but I can't, you know, the, like I was also part of the the outcome of this is with the gas in my eye, my eye stays partially dilated, um, which means you're very photosensitive. Um, that is not good, of course. Um, and so when you go out like in the daytime, in the daylight, you end up getting a headache. So I've been doing a lot. Like I go to work pretty early, although it's been so cloudy for the last couple of weeks. It hasn't mattered that much. But I've been trying to go to work pretty early so that I don't start the day with a headache. Uh, and then, um, you know, I'm staring at a screen and there's a window right beside my desk. And so I've got the blinds closet. I'm sure my coworkers think I'm sitting in a cave and they don't care. And I don't blame them because I don't, you know, I, I haven't told them a lot. But but anyway, so I've been doing a lot of that. And then, you know, if I need to run errands or something like the grocery store today, um, because it's Saturday, as as much as I would like to go and get it over with this afternoon, I'll probably wait until around 7 o'clock just because the sun sets and it's also less crowded. But, um, but yeah, like it's easier on my eyes. So I mostly stay inside with the blinds closed during the day. Uh, another side effect of this is um, while you have gas in your eye, you can't travel. Um, you can't really change elevations. Now, part of that, the issue with that is um, here in Charleston, we are at sea level. So the gas is is there for that level of uh, atmosphere of, of of you know how many feet above sea level you are and, and it's none. So I can't really go even to see my parents because they're um, they're like in the foothills uh, almost. So you know they're like 900 feet I think is their elevation where they live because they live on a giant hill um, and I can't change elevation that much. Um, basically, the only place I could probably go would be like Florida, um, but I can't do any. I would get a headache from driving. So um, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything, uh, which has been fine. Um, I got it out of my system. I went on that trip to the Great Smoky Mountain National Park in North Carolina and everything right before my surgery. I don't remember if I actually talked about that, but it, it was an amazing experience. Um, it's just it's just gorgeous up there. And uh, so I went and saw that and kind of got that out of my system. But also at the same time, you know, when you go somewhere and you see something great, you want to go back and you want to do more and experience more. Um and so that's been challenging. And, and for no other reason, airfare is, for good reason, at an all-time low. Um, I don't have any huge desire to travel right now or to, to fly, rather. I do have a desire to travel and see things. But, um, you know, it's, it's one of those situations where I'm like, I could fly to Alaska for $300 round trip. This is like, you know. If I were healthy and didn't have any other issues, I probably would, would be the guy weighing the risk of like the coronavirus risk, you know, um, going up there and 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 seeing things while I could uh, at a very reasonable price. Because if there's one thing I have, it's not money, but it is time off work. Um, so so yeah. Um, that's been a challenge as well. And then also, I think I talked about this with Daniel on the show, Daniel Brewer, 
early on, um, kind of planning for what happens if we end up working remotely from from the office for three or four months. Um, I have finally a setup where I can do that from home quite comfortably, even though like, you know, I'm my house is tiny and there are cats and there are distractions. But like at the same time, like, you know, it is nice to not have to to get all dressed up and and whatnot, which is something that I never really did anyway, but uh, like I, you know, it's amazing. Like after you're used to being in like gym shorts and a t-shirt all day, um, to have to put on like khakis and a polo, which is not uncomfortable or anything. It's just like, oh, this takes forever to get dressed. I have to, you know, find a shirt and like make sure it's not wrinkled and same with the pants and then figure out some socks that match and find the good shoe, you know, and then I've got to shave and I've got to do my hair. Um, and so all those things t- to get out of the house in the morning. I think that's been the, because I was, I was off for a week and a half after the surgery, but I think that's been the biggest adjustment going back. And, and now we, we're fully reopened at the coal mine because um, we don't believe in the coronavirus. Uh, but because I have been seeing the public more and more, you know, I got to like try a little bit harder to look professional, um, even in the Zooms, uh, because there's been a lot of those. So, so yeah, so that's what's been going on. But um, I have been, I've been listening to podcasts. I'm, I'm always a little bit behind. And as I kind of mentioned on one of my previous shows, I do that on purpose because if I do decide to go somewhere, I do want to have podcasts to listen to. Um, it's amazing though, like the podcasts that I listen to have changed. I mean, they're always the people I listen to when the shows come out or, you know, first. And that's the, the Pride 48 shows that I listen to and, um, some of the some of the relate.fm shows that I'm a big fan of, like Mac Power Users. Um, and so I listen to those relatively timely. Problem is, those are my favorites. Um, and so, you know, then when I realize what's left, it's like 10 episodes of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, Ask Me Another, uh, and then Cruise Podcasts. And I've, I've basically given up on the Cruise Podcast because I there's only so much to say and let's be honest i like so many people who like cruising certainly wish that we could get on a ship safely and go somewhere and relax and have someone wait on us hand and foot however that is not happening now it's not happening anytime soon even though i think the cdc just tried to somehow do something or no uh, legislature tried to do something to get them moving again. Um, I don't know that I'll be getting on a ship anytime soon. And I, I don't know that the industry will ever return to normal. Well, it, it will return to some semblance of normal, but not anytime soon. I mean, we're looking at 18 months probably before things relax. And that's on top of the last six months. And so you're looking at two and a half years. That's going to scar the industry forever. It's not going to be what we remember and so like 
listening to these shows talking about the buffet or talking about like these special things that you do, like all that's going to change. And so I'm tired of hearing the same things rehashed. I'm tired of hearing people complain about the industry being shut down. So I've basically given up on those. But if you ever want some recommendations for Cruise Podcast, there are at least two good ones out there that are regular and they're well done. Um, you know, one of them is is a little more amateur, even though it's more professional and it's sound. Uh, it's you know less experience, life experience, and then one's pretty pretty spot on, I think. Um, but again. It's it's one of those situations where I, I fill in fill in with more other stuff just because. So yeah, <clears throat> I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Is the short story? Excuse me while I take a sip of my iced coffee that I'm still drinking. Mm. Delicious. I need to make another pot when I'm finished cleaning the kitchen, so that I can destroy the kitchen again. Um. So. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I, um, also though have been listening to, um, some audiobooks and, you know, I've always been a fan of audiobooks on a very long drive. So, especially those weekend trips to the mountains, uh, because I can't be away from my home for more than 48 hours and preferably not that, not that long, uh, just because of kitty cats and everything, um, my trips are are fairly um, compact, and that means a lot of driving on both ends. And by a lot, I mean like five hours. Uh, and so you you know Friday you drive five hours, you enjoy your rest of your day Friday, all day Saturday, and then Sunday you basically don't do a lot, and you drive five hours home to get back home before there's any sort of you know great kitty cat incident of 2020. Um, and so what I found is that I really like podcasts and on the way up, I can just plow through 10 podcasts probably, um, and, and get basically caught up. And then I always caught myself like, Oh, I don't know if I have enough to make it home. And you know, you'd be looking at your list and doing the math and seeing how long the, the playlist was that was remaining. And, and inevitably, it probably wouldn't be enough to, to get you home, or it'd be close, and you're like, well, I can listen to Spotify or something. But um, I started realizing that that was a level of anxiety that I don't need in my life because it doesn't really matter. It's just podcast, and you know, being at Inbox Zero with podcast isn't bad, but um, I had somehow stumbled on a free trial of Audible. Um, and that's pretty cool. If you've never tried it, it, it works really well. Like, it's it's pretty easy to use. I would say the interface is good. Like, they've got it figured out, right? That's what they do, audiobooks. They sponsor all these podcasts, and they sponsor all these YouTube channels. Um, and I kind of hate, like, this is sponsored by Interval and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't think that you're going to get people to to enjoy ebooks by you know an ad but um or audiobooks rather i don't think that does a good job of selling it but um i tried it and i guess what you're probably figuring out is i really enjoyed it well 
what I didn't really realize about Audible is like there's a monthly fee and then like there's a charge for the books or those sometimes you get one for free, but it's not all of them because some of them are like newer and they cost more, blah, blah, blah. So, um, you know, I used the free one and I just I really enjoyed it. Um, I it, It's a book that I had here at home. I just hadn't had time to read and an author that I like. So I knew that I would enjoy the story because it it's it's a character story and uh a work of fiction and so i mentioned it in a group chat a group text with my coworkers, the ones that that are fun um and they were like oh you know you can do that for free through the library and and i didn't uh really understand that um and so i went to the library website and during covid because the library was closed you could get a digital library card obviously they're free because your taxes or they're included with with payment of your taxes. Ooh, that reminds me, I got to pay my car taxes. Um, but um, but usually you have to go into the branch. But because they were closed, you just got a temporary card and it would last until the branch is reopened. And and that is now, by the way, they've some of them have reopened. So um, they're pestering me to come in and transition it to a real card. But what I discovered, and it, you know, everything with libraries as these things go, it they don't have a lot of funds, and they're using third parties to provide services, and they're of course not using name brand third parties like Audible because, well, like Audible wouldn't make any money because they certainly can't sell to libraries and governments at the same price they can to the consumer. So um, it's a service called Overdrive, or and the app is called Overdrive. It's free. And my goodness, at the books, the audiobooks and in ebooks too. Um, I think it's I, there's a, I think it's Linda or something or Libra, um, is a different app, same service, um, but it's for reading ebooks like on your iPad or something. Um, but it's just free, and you just you know choose one. Of course, unlike Audible or a pay service, they only have maybe two licenses. Say for the Clive Cussler book that you want to read. Um, and so you, you can put it on hold if, if the licenses are filled. But all that being said, I really survived a lot of being stuck at home um, during the initial uh, pandemic shutdown when things were really shut down. Um, and then, you know, during my surgeries, but then also these long drives um, with audiobooks, And I, I guess... If you haven't ever tried one, go give it a try, um, especially if you have a local library. Um, I guarantee you, in bigger areas at least, these services are included um, with your as, as a benefit to you know being a member of the city or the county or however it works. With us, it's, it's by the county. You just have to go in and prove that you live in the county with your driver's license and sign a piece of paper, and that's basically it. I, I have no interest in checking out books or anything. Um, but I'll run over there and, and get my card converted. So, but yeah, it's, you, you can have like up to like five at a time. Of course, I don't ever do that because I wouldn't listen to them. Um, but that's, I think, I think that is one of the things I'm looking forward to most is just like getting back in the car, going on a road trip and on the Sunday drive home, drinking some coffee. Like I don't drive crazy or anything, but cruising down the highway um, book and just like really not thinking about anything else other than, than getting home. 
I think that's been one of those side effects of the pandemic because you, you know, you're, you sit at home and you worry about things and, and anxiety is real. Um, there's a lot of mental things that are happening to us, whether you realize it or not. And, and truthfully, I'm doing okay with them. Um, I, because I think because I recognize things are happening and things are, are not good. Um, but even I, like, I definitely have some coworkers who I can just tell um, mentally and emotionally are having a really hard time right now. Um, you know, they're younger. They haven't experienced everything that I have. They haven't seen so much of the bad stuff that I think I've seen over the years. Um, so I'm a little bit more adjusted to it. Um which is not a good thing, but in this case, you know, it helps me cope a lot, a lot more than them. But, but yeah, it's, it, it, I guess it just feels normal when you're like enjoying weekend away. Um, yeah. Well, I've nattered and gone on and on about nothing for 25 minutes. And so I think that's enough. Um, but I mostly wanted to just check in, tell you how I've been doing. Um, thank you. Um, sending my condolences to Archer and the passing of his mom. Um, I know that can't be easy to deal with, and I certainly have not dealt with anything that close. Um, but but it can't be easy. Sending him uh, condolences and thoughts. But if you uh, if you like this, please subscribe, um, share it with some friends, and uh, feel free to uh, send me an email. Um, that's iHalts Podcast, I H A L T S. I have a lot to say. Um, iHalts Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks a lot, everyone, and I will talk to you eh, next time. Maybe, hopefully. <laughs>